Hello, and welcome to Brexit Cast. Yes, this is actually Brexit Casted. <laughs> oh dear, we're about those idiots in Congress there. Eh? Yeah, no, uh, no, we're, we're, no, we're not doing this. We're not no, doing sh- this. No, honestly, it's really popular. And if I just get people to think it is that, then they won't notice it's just two men banging on about charts and trivia for half an hour. Can we not just do stupid nonsense like we normally do? Please. I mean, Brexit, stupid nonsense. There's some sort of satire in there somewhere. Okay, can we can we do fun, stupid nonsense instead of oh god, stupid nonsense? Yeah, can we do that, please? I'm very tired. Peace. <laughs> Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Don't Let's Chat. Welcome to Talk Let's Chat. I am Ben Baker, uh, and sadly, not Katya Adler is... What? Uh, I'm Phil Cashrell. That's me. Hi. Do you know I was dead? I mean, you're going to have to narrow it down. Literally billions of people. A new clue. Thatcher. Is it Thatcher? It is Thatcher. <laughs> Good, thanks. <laughs> she, she's dead. But uh, do you know who else is dead? And again, literally billions of people. Give me some more clues. Well, when you think of Thatcher, who do you think of? I, I, I try not That's to. right, Lenny Bruce, of course. Sure. And what's interesting what? is that even though one died in 1966 and the other died in 2013, they were both born on the same day. Oh. In 1925. Today, in fact, in 1925. Oh, I see. Uh, the day this episode goes up online. I'll be honest, Ben, I'm not uh, used to you putting this amount of preparation into it. Our- <laughs> to our I mean, interest. he was literally looking at Wikipedia and going, oh, that, that was years match. <laughs> I, I stand by my statement. <laughs> so, I mean, if you had to pick one of them for a uh, Battle Royale style situation... <laughs> I mean, it depends on what, what the arena is and what weapons we're talking about. I'd have to see all of their stats, Ben, is what I'm saying. Yeah, if, if, if the weapon was some heroin... <laughs> you know, so some might have uh, more advantage than others. I was going to say, and, I think one of call, those two would have a higher tolerance to heroin. Yeah, and also you remember when we were kids, what they used to say in school, Thatcher, Thatcher, heroin, Thatcher, you know. She was always taking never, that heroin. Uh, that, as in she was yeah, taking it away exactly. from people. She wasn't taking heroin, she might have been. She probably she was. She was taking it away from people and, and giving it to Zamo. <laughs> of course. <laughs> That's why he overdosed. He got yeah. everyone's He's heroin. He's like, oh, no, no, please, Mrs. Thatcher, no more heroin. I'm full. <laughs> Give us one to a roll out. I'm full. <laughs> yes, I'm full of heroin. Anyway, seeing these two unlikely duos born on the same day gave mm-hmm. me a good idea for a chart. Did it. But then I thought, why not make it again? Oh. So here, here, I'm passing over the internet. Right. Your list. Okay. So there you go. You see there? Yeah. I've given you a list of names and dates. Right. And I've got the same ones and a different person who was born on the same day. Okay. So basically, we're going to play Birthday Top Trumps. Right. So you, Phil doesn't know the names I've got, and we asked earlier on the internet for people to give us unusual Top Trump-style uh, well, we uh, attributes this, to uh, fight I, on. I haven't seen all of them, but I saw some good ones. <laughs> So we've got uh, 1 to 15 of those. Uh, so basically, uh, we're both going to reveal our person. Mm-hmm. And then Phil's going to call out a number. He doesn't know what they relate to. Yes. 
Uh, I'm going to read it out, and then we'll decide who wins. Excellent. <laughs> uh, thank you to everyone who sent them in. Yes. Uh, on Facebook, it was uh, it was really helpful really and really was. funny. Lots of stuff we would never have thought of. So let's crack on uh, with the start of the year, which is of course January eighth. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. First day of the year. 1967. Who's your January 8th, 1967 baby? Well, Ben, I have got from last episode uh, R. Kelly, the American singer, songwriter, record producer, and git. <laughs> and I've got, also born on January 8th, 1967, Tom Watson, English politician and man everyone would like to sack or not sack. It depends which. <laughs> They don't want to sack him, Ben. They just want to abolish his job. It's different. It's different. Uh, So, R. Kelly and Tom Watson. Pick a number between 1 and 15, Phil. Uh, I'm going to pick 6. 6. Rhythm. Who's got the best rhythm? I mean... Yeah, unfortunately. This is, yeah, this this is probably one of the few where this is an easy one to call. Uh, I think, yeah, I think, yeah, go I on. think it might be Reginald Kelly. I'm assuming that's what the R stands for. <laughs> Rumpus. No. Brackets underage Kelly. Well, okay, you have the point. What have we got next? Next, we've got January the 13th. Uh, so, in 1961, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Uh, from, Saturday, from Saturday Night Live. <laughs> yes, that is, of course, her most famous credit. You might actually say Julia Louis-Dreyfus from Christmas Vacation. No, from um, from The New Adventures of Old Christine, which ran a surprisingly long time. Yeah, I, without seeing any of it. No. Uh, also born on January 13th, 1961, Suggs. Okay. As we all know from Night Fever. I was going to say from Night Fever. <laughs> and Puzzles All for 40p. Yeah. And the hit single, I Am. Yes, from the other wrong Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> so, pick a number, not six, between uh, one and fifteen. Not six, uh, ten. Neatness of handwriting. Ooh. Ooh. I'm, I'm, I don't know if we're bit. Do you think we'd better find the signatures online? No, we probably. Let's have a look. If you search for autograph. Right, I'll look for Suggs. I'm going to be honest with you. Mm. Her signature looks a bit like a drawing of those old Rumbelows advertising characters. If I'm if I'm brutally honest, <laughs> whereas I found one of Suggs where he has basically written Suggs in capital letters. <laughs> oh, uh, so it's almost like a signature isn't a good indication of general handwriting skills. Um, all right, well, I haven't got any of the drafts. Why not? <laughs> haven't you got a homework? Um, oh, hang on. I no. found I found so, a letter that she's written. That's very good handwriting. I'm. Oh, now I have to write Suggs' letter. I just I I dear. Oh, I, I, you'll have to give it to you because that's fine. Uh, next, it's February twelfth, eighteen oh nine. Of course, eighteen oh nine. Nearly ten past six. Indeed, I've got Abraham Lincoln. Okay, I've got Charles Darwin. Oh, interesting. The geologist and theorist. Oh, not the butcher uptown. No. Oh, shame. Uh, not everything is uptown. How big is uptown <laughs> in Keithley? Look, sure, we've got a lot of these to go. <laughs> we really do. Okay, I'm picking uh, a number. Dear. 13. 13. 13 is ineffectiveness, <laughs> which is for two of the most effective people in the world. Well, I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to argue that Charles Darwin <coughs> should take this one because we are 
300 years on from his birth almost and people are still arguing about whether or not evolution is a thing <laughs> whereas whereas in most of the world at this point it's pretty much universally agreed that slavery is a bad thing so i i think you know yeah. it's relative it's relative but i i think i take this hey, I'll, I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll take the point i'm, I'm an easy i'm easy going no the point's uh, mine the point's mine oh, it's three nil <laughs> Yeah, I know. I like it. <laughs> Good at this. <laughs> Next. Next, uh, February the 17th, uh, and I've got 1963, Larry the Cable Guy, which is not his real name, but I can't be bothered remembering what his real name is. Lawrence. The, Lawrence T. Cable uh, Guy. <laughs> Lawrence T. Cables. Um, the, the American uh, comedian and voice actor. You may know him best as Mater from Cars, but no, one, no one likes Cars. Uh, I've got... Piss. Try again. No, Norman Piss from from Helen Piss. I'm sorry, I thought you said piss. <laughs> <laughs> from Helen Helen Piss. <laughs> from Helen Piss. Oh dear. So let's have the category: Larry the Cable Guy versus Piss on uh, number two. Jam making ability. Oh, interesting. This is one of mine. This has it? to be Piss. Oh, I don't it, know, man. It's I don't British. Know. It's very British, isn't it? What making jam? Yeah, they didn't no, I, 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 jam. I can't even really make a good argument for this one. Larry the Cable Guy, I think, would be terrible at making jam. And also, he'd be like, "You get them jams off my lawn or whatever yeah, it is he no, says." It's, it's, it's good. I'll be honest about... with you. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not really a fan. No, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I'm impressed with your restraint at not somehow working grits into this at this point. Uh, any grits for the next one? Next one. Uh, so. Uh, April the 4th, uh, for ni- also 1963, I've got Graham Norton. Uh, oh. It says here, talk show host, I I know him best as a shrieking priest in Father Ted. And I've got, also on April 4th, 1963, Pliers, Pal of Tacademus. Yes. <laughs> Good. You know. Graham Norton and Pliers. What's I would watch to, that. What's he up to these days, Ben? Do you know? <laughs> he's, he's, just, he's living off the tease me millions, is what he's doing. Fair enough. Uh, um, the murder she wrote money stays in the back. Wait, is it what? No, it's a song. It's, oh, okay, fine. Um, I thought that would have been great if they had turned up <laughs> on it. It seems like the sort of thing that might happen. I predict the murder is pliers. <laughs> and it turns out it was Chakademas all along. Um, okay. Yes, yeah, right, number three. Number three. Number three. Rudest dog. Rudest dog? Who is the rudest dog? Oof. I, I mean, I, it has to be pliers, surely, because they were tears me, tears me, up and down your trousers. Yeah, but then you've got, like, everything that Graham Norton has done <laughs> as a counterpoint to that. Is, is that rude, though? It's quite rude. It's cheeky. Well, yeah, but, it, you know... when, when... But you won't have, like, you know, Alan Spider-Man on. Like, if, if he was too rude, he'd be like, no, I'm sorry. This is Alan, unacceptable. Alan Spider-Man. Uh, yeah, I can't remember his real name. Tom, Tom Spider-Man, that's it. Uh, Good. I don't understand. No. <laughs> Sorry, uh, you've, you've uh, just reminded me that when someone asked me who played Professor Snape in the Harry Potter films, I once replied, Alan Potion. So that's... <laughs> that's good. Are you going to say pliers? No, it wasn't pliers. Um, okay, fine, you can have that one. You can have Rudest Dog. That's fine. Woohoo! 
Ben finally gets a point. Uh, next up, we've got May 26, 1949. A wonderful year. And of course, very nearly 10 to 8. Uh, <laughs> you've used that joke twice already. No, no I'm going to continue it, okay? <laughs> this is the best joke. It's not. Move on. Um, it's your bit. It is my bit, you're right. Sorry. Uh, it's Jeremy Corbyn. Whereas I've got Pam Greer. Okay. <laughs> Jackie Brown and Foxy Brown, all those uh, uh, films. Right. The idea of them being born on the same day is a little bit... Yeah, that's... But that's... It doesn't quite... They, they, they have... It doesn't quite translate. I'll be honest, they've got very different herbs. Yes, I would say. But who will win in the top trump? Uh, top trump... Uh, we're going to go with number 11. Number 11! <laughs> As suggested by Tim Worthington. Likelihood of having seen the beast in heat... <laughs> Right, uh, Corbin. It's going to be Corbin. Uh, do you think Corbin had like video nasty? No, I do. I think he's just more likely to have seen it than Pam Greer. She might have been in it. Well, she might have been in it, but you know, no, like, she, she made some really mad exploitation stuff yeah, in the seventies. She did, but I, I seriously doubt that she sat down and watched many of them. Ah, oh, fine, you can have that because I just like the idea of Corbin. <laughs> Oh, Good. Dear. Next, September 21st. Yes. The year is 1947. Mm. The person born on this day is Stephen King. Interesting. I have I have someone very similar to Stephen King. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I have Keith Harris. Um, it does not <laughs> specify Orville or Cuddle's date of birth here. Um but yeah, <laughs> Keith Harris. Oh, I hate that, Georgie. <laughs> I, I, I wish we could all float down here. We can. You can't. I've not seen Stephen King live, but I've, I have seen Keith Harris live. Okay, well, if the uh, top Trump option is Phil has seen live. <laughs> okay, uh, number nine. Let's go number nine. nine. Yes. Longest nose. Oh, I Ooh. Uh, Stephen King has got quite a... He's got a little bit of a League of Gentlemen kind of nose, actually. It's a little bit snub. Okay. But it is quite pointy. Mm-hmm. Whereas Keith Harris is dead. <laughs> That's unrelated. Oh, I think it is Harris. It's a bit bulbous. Oh. It's a bit bulbous. Oh, it's Harris. You just wanted to say bulbous again, didn't you? You've not said bulbous for a while. Oh, bugger. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, October 16th, 1962 was a good year for the maternity awards for... Uh, Flea, bassist for the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And I've got the English equivalent, Lee Hurst, (laughs) who's a comedian and arsehole. (laughs) And if you've not heard of what Lee Hurst has been doing since, like, 1997... (laughs) Just leave it that way. It's so ben, what, much better. What if what if Flea as a baby was handcuffed to a bomb? Would you? I don't know. I can't even remember what nonsense it was that the idiot spouted. Oh, anyway, uh, we're gonna go with uh, thing number eight. Thing number eight: yoga skills. Ooh, oh, I mean, uh, Flea. Well, well, bear in mind that like yeah. Flea Hurst has got like sp- like. Sp- Spidey hockey team. Yeah, no, he, got, he has a serious idea. back problem that leaves him in constant pain at all times. Yeah, I, I, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's going to be uh, flea, well, isn't it? It's, it's, yeah. This seems oh, bugger, I'm proper. <laughs> You're not doing well on this, man. I'm I'm collecting all the cards at this point. Next, we move to the spooky estate. Yes, uh, your birthday? No, no. Uh, October thirty first. Yeah. 
Who've, who uh, have you got? So, 1963, I have got Johnny Marr, the talented one. <laughs> they were all talented. <laughs> you know, let's be honest. You know, yeah, no, f- Even fine. the racist one. The, the one but... that's not an arse, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm literally just offsetting him against Morrissey. That's all I'm doing. I don't know anything about anyone else. Well, all right, all right. Well, cr- try and imagine, also born the same day, 1963, replacing mm-hmm. Morrissey. Would it be better if the Smiths were fronted by Rob Schneider? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, you managed to find someone that's even more of a prick than Morrissey. Good, <laughs> good oh, work. Oh, dear. I was watching some of the American men behaving badly the other day. Oh, it's so bad, because he's the Gary in it. Oh, no. And basically, rather than, like, you know, Martin Clunes is quite naive and a bit stupid, but lovable. You know, yeah. it's not horrible. Uh, Rob Schneider's basically like, oh, come round, do necker inspection. Boobs out. Oh, hey. It's vile. <sighs> Good. No, I'm a big fan of that yeah. approach. Let's do yeah. number one. We haven't done number one yet. Number one. Neck strength. Neck strength. Ooh. See, I, I think th- Rob Schneider's got such a big bastard head. <laughs> yeah, but I, he's not got a thick neck, has he? You know, let's have a quick... Oh, <sighs> Schneider neck. Right. Go on to robschneidernet.com, obviously. You've already got it <laughs> hotlinked. I appreciate it. He's got he's got quite a skinny neck. I mean, I think I look. I, obviously, I'm going to say this, but I think Johnny Marr has the stronger neck. It's in right, proportion, I'm, whereas Schneider's is it seems thin. Johnny Marr, yeah. Well, I've no way of winning this now because I am hopelessly behind. You are. And the final one, go on, we'll go. Okay, with fine. It. Uh, December the seventeenth, nineteen forty-six. Yeah. The master of eyebrows himself, Eugene Levy. And born on the same day, birth twin, almost as improvisational comedy genius, <laughs> Simon Symes Bates. <laughs> wow. Oh, and this one is worth 400 points. Okay, we're going to go with number 15. And that is Best Penis. <laughs> Best penis. <laughs> void. Game over. Game over. Game is void. Will not. Will not think about. I like the, the Bates nudie scope. I like that it's best. So it's an overall. It's not. It's yeah. Not, <laughs> it's not length or girth or anything. It's just which is best. There's only one way to find right. out. You know what? We're leaving that one for Twitter. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Simon Bates or Eugene Levy, who do you think has got the best penis? <laughs> Twitter us at Don't Let's Chart or email us at Don't Let's Chart at gmail.com. No picture attachments. <laughs> oh, God. Please don't email me pictures of what you think their penises might look like. No, unless it's in crayon. No. <laughs> Doubly not that. Anyway, oh, God. Whenever you rent or buy a video, you need to be sure that the film you choose stands for parental guidance, which means that parents might want to have some sexy scenes or very brief nudity. The video certificates are there to give you the chance to have some sexy scenes. They allow you to have peace of mind, and the whole family might well enjoy it. Thanks for listening. Sexual swear words. Do you know what? I bet there is some sort of, like, scientific word for a person who visualises Simon Bates' penis. <laughs> a type of mania, if you will. Oh. 
And uh, that rather nicely links us into our next chat, which on this date in 1963, uh-huh. the word Beatlemania was coined. Right. After the Beatles appeared at the Palladium mm. and it quickly caught on and went worldwide. Right. So, have you got any charts that might just tie in with that? Weirdly, uh, I just happened to have a tab open uh, on yeah. my browser here. Yeah. Is... Which is simonbatespenis.net <laughs> well... slash rim. <laughs> God, I want to die. Oddie.com's um... <laughs> 10 strangest manias. Oddie.com? Man... Oddie, don't. What? Don't. Bill Oddie. No. It's okay. spelt different. Right, anyway, okay. so yeah, I've got ten strange manias. Okay. I haven't got ten strange manias. I've got maybe three. Or four. <laughs> um. If anyone wants to cut that, use it out of context, <laughs> feel free. It's fine. It's accurate. Anyway, yeah, so I've got ten. Okay. So at one. At one. Uh, Carter Cothes, which is an uncontrollable okay. compulsion to see maps everywhere. Oh, right, Carter. All right, I'm thinking of Carter at USM for some reason. <laughs> Uncontrollable compulsion. Listening to the Young Offenders mum several times. Good. Uh, so, what do you see maps everywhere? Yeah, so because you, your brain's wired to recognise faces everywhere, but yeah. it, it can also go a bit sideways and do this sort of thing. Uh, so, yeah. That's, well, I suppose it's the similar to we see things in clouds. and. Well, it's, it's, yeah, but it's like that when people say, I've seen Jesus in this piece of toast. It's like, I've seen, uh, you know, North America in a piece of toast. I'm doing hand okay, gestures. That's... Try and imagine what the hand <laughs> gestures I did to indicate North America in a piece of toast is, listeners, because... I'm assuming it's quite big and then small. No, it's mostly small. Let's move on. Uh, okay, number two. <laughs> number two. Gamomania. Now... This is nothing to do with Brexit, and this is nothing to do with misspelling Zamo. This is <laughs> this is a bizarre obsession with asking people to marry you. Okay, presumably not people you know. Well, I don't know. It doesn't specify that, but or, or issuing outrageous proposals to different people at the same time, which it says here, in many cases, results in polygamy. Well, I would assume more cases resolving a punch up the bracket. I'm going to be honest, yeah. I would not expect if I wandered around and just asked people at random to marry me that it would result in polygamy. It does not. No, I feel like 40 years ago it would have been the basis for a really quirky romantic comedy. Now it's a court case. Correctly. (laughs) Adam Sandler would have been in it. Anyway. Yeah. Long may we continue to be in the future. (laughs) Uh, dear. Oh, Phil, by the way, I've got an important question to ask you. The answer's no. Move on. What's number three? <laughs> uh, onomatomania. That okay, is that, uh... that is an irresistible desire to repeat certain words. Like, yeah, I think we all have that a little bit, don't we, when we hear a good word? I would say, given the number of times that we use the word Alan in this podcast, for, <laughs> for a start, I'd say we both suffer the least a bit moist to us. Um, Moist Allen. Bulbous yeah. is another one for you. Um, Bulbous Allen. That's quite nice, but we've all had a bit of that one. Yes. Um, uh, number, number four. Number four. Clinomania. An excessive desire to stay in bed. It's yeah. a bit obvious to say. Yeah. We've all done that, but... Th- this, you know. is, this is overwhelming and irresistible and could persist for days on end, particularly when it's raining or snowing. Yeah, I think I've done some hungover 
bring yeah. everything into the room. I mean, I would have got out of bed to pee and stuff like oh, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. that. Uh, I don't know if that comes into it. Uh, I, I don't think it specifies, but um, I imagine if you've got a mania. So number four yeah. was piss bets. Number In, five. <laughs> number five, demonomania. Uh, believing that you are inhabited by an evil spirit. Ooh. Ooh. I mean, that could go quite dark, I suppose, but it's also the yeah. basis for some very fun films. <laughs> yes. But this is, well, obviously, you aren't actually possessed because it's not really a thing. But you think you are, and that's the important thing. And yeah. I just watched the new version of Hellboy the other day, and okay. believe me, I felt like I was possessed by something during it. <laughs> possessed by the urge to turn it off. <laughs> oh, dear. I, I like right. Hellboy, but it's all yeah, right. it doesn't... Uh... It's all right, it's fine. It's got, uh, it's got Ian McShane in it. So, you know, Hellboy, Lovejoy. You've got to have a system. There you go. Number six. Number six, uh, Eno which is constantly thinking that you have committed an unpardonable sin. Ooh. So that's basically anyone who's brought up in a hideous kind of uh, religious upbringing. Well, no, because, yeah, but... you know, in, oh. in most of those, most religions, the sins are pardonable. Um, well, yeah, one yeah. one way or other. This this is um, you know unless you, it's you... one of those like you know back of the van ones like Kimmy Schmidt, you know like <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. But I, you know, I don't think that class is a documentary evidence. No, <laughs> Uncle um, Steve's upstairs religious school for girls. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, no, it's all for girls. Yeah, yeah. Moving on to seven, <laughs> seven. Ah, I know this one. Uh, Trichotillomania. This is pulling out your hair. Oh, I did not know It's an know impulse that. control disorder. So yeah, you keep you keep pulling out. It can. Uh, it doesn't say this here, but I know this one. It can also be combined with a compulsion to eat the hair, which results in a thing called a trichobezoar in your stomach, which is basically just a big lump of hair. Oh, so that's oh. fun. Can you, I guess it doesn't shift then. No, you do not digest hair. It's um all. Mm. Un- so yeah, you just get a big lump. Mm. It's a human <laughs> hairball essentially. Um, that is yeah, that's yeah it's gross um, but, in the, that's, but that's for the, the pulling the hair out thing you can pull it out of your, your hair your eyelashes your facial hair your nose hair um, your eyebrows your downstairs hair your bum hair yeah if you've got bum hair sweet sweet I'd, yeah <laughs> don't, you know, don't we share. all need a tidy indeed I don't want to eat it though <laughs> let's shall we carry on <laughs> yeah maybe eight eight ablutomania what do you think that one is Ben uh, well, ablutions is like washing, isn't it? It is. So, is it something to do with water? It, well, it's, it's a mania for washing yourself. So, oh, right. So there you it's go. Just... I was hoping, uh, I'll be honest with you, Ben, you were going to go with um, an obsession with Popeye's nemesis, but you didn't. Yeah, I was going to say an obsession with kidnapping <laughs> olive oil. Sorry. <laughs> there we go. Uh, damn you, facts. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, washing your hands too much. Uh, sorry, no, ask me again, ask me again. What do you think it is? Yeah, go on. Okay. What do you think it is, Ben? I think it's washing rounds. Yeah, good. <laughs> I'm glad glad we spent yeah. that extra time on this. Yeah, no, it's just, you know, you know what? Knowledge is power. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Nine. Nine. Uh, a boulomania. I do not know what that is. It's uh, pathological indecisiveness. Oh, so that's kind of like uh, if you've watched The Good Place, like cheating. Kind of, uh, yeah. Yeah, just, just being, is, un- you know. Unable to make even the simplest decision. His his is more, you know, serious decisions. This is ethics based. Yeah, yes. this is just well, anything. Yeah. Um, good okay. lord, what I, we are as a nation suffering from this one at the moment. Hooray! Let's move on before I think about Brexit anymore. 
<laughs> number 10 number 10 Dora Mania uh, it's, it's, this is uh, an obsession with giving people gifts I would love to know but to be fair actually to be fair, I think we all know someone uh, who is an overgiver. Uh, yes always makes you feel incredibly bad <laughs> being an average giver or under giver I mean sure um, but this is um, this this is yeah a, the abnormal urge or preoccupation with giving gifts so you choose the gifts you give the gifts and it's not because you whether you've gifts. got the money or not you're just giving people gifts um, yeah. so yeah uh, you know, I don't. That's not a fun one to end on. No, man, not a fun one. I tell you, okay. what, I've got a good one for you, right? Right. The desire to wear spandex, leak a sex tape nobody wants to see, yeah. and die at forty-five. That's of course WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> Hooray for steroid abuse! Uh, Hulk Hogan's. Pumping buttocks. Give them medical coverage, Vince, you prick. <laughs> oh. Well, I've heard that it's gold. I've heard that it's a finger. Hey, don't shoot me. I'm just the bloody singer. Some folks like them bronze, others like them silver. But this man loves his gold. It is his favourite finger. And, uh, you know what, we're going to finish because we talked about the Go mania part of Beatlemania. <laughs> but what about Beatle? <laughs> Singular. <laughs> Singular which, Beatle. Which one? Which one? Well, I, I, I was thinking of Ringo. Right. Uh, I don't know if you know this right, but you know Ringo? I've heard of him. You know what? He said, oh, send us loads of requests for autographs and pictures. He did. Uh, he bloody loves autographing things. <laughs> and as he gets older, it's literally all he wants. He's got some sort of autographomania. That's... Yes. I mean, he definitely on this date didn't say to all his fans, no more autographs. Doesn't sound like a thing he'd say. No. It's got nothing to do with steam engines, so he's... <laughs> yeah. Let's have some beetle. Okay. And you know what? What? Let's have a quiz. I, I, are you sure? It is. It is. So this is basically I've replaced the words in these facts about Ringo Starr. You have to tell me what is the word that has been uh, replaced. Okay. Simple enough. Mm. And we start with number one. It's quite Good. fitting. Yeah. He was born Richard Starrington in 1940. <laughs> I believe you have replaced the word Starkey with the word Starrington, Ben. I believe that is what you have done. Of course, he was born Dr. David Starkey. Christ, number two. His nickname, Ringo, came from his love of Ringos. Well, I'm going to guess it's Ringos, but I don't know what, what it was that he loved more than Ringos. I don't know. Well, well, what word is in Ringo? Ring? Yes, he's... Just... Love of what, rings. What, do, what? Hang on. I have further you... questions. <laughs> I did call him it. No, but what rings was it that he loved? Like rings on his fingers? Coins? Yes. Oh, okay, fine. Good. I'm not feeling very well, okay? Let... <laughs> You're going to have to... Le... I've had quite a lot of lemsip, so let's just... <laughs> 
I have had quite a lot of Lemsip full of casserole 2009. <laughs> Let me look. There are lots of things that are ring shaped that aren't just. Yeah, no, it's rings. It's of course it's, 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 it's rings. Just it's clearly uh, rings. No, Move on. Number three. Number three. He is a left-handed masturbator, but frequently <laughs> uses his right kit. I thought this quiz about was about Ringo, not about me. <laughs> <laughs> is it drummer, Ben? Yes, yeah, it's drummer. It's drummer. Yes, well, Ben, you use uh, both hands for drumming. No, well, he's a left-handed one. He uses a right-handed kit. That's how he gets his uh, signature style. Okay. Uh, number four. A 1964 Gold Ludwig drum belonging star hangs in the Metropolitan Museum of Some Drums. <laughs> no, that's correct. That's that's all in order. <laughs> is it art, Ben? Have you replaced Some yeah, Drums? Yeah, some, some, some art, yes. Yeah, Some <laughs> Metropolitan Museum of Some Art. Good. <laughs> number five. Five. He's married to the ex-Bond girl, Barbara Dixon. <laughs> Oh, it's Barbara back, isn't it, Ben? It's, it's, it's not Barbara Dixon. <laughs> that was this. On August 28th, 1964, Ringo was the first Beatle to smoke Capstan Full Strength. Um, uh, it's, it's, it's that last one, but it's just the herring. Just smoke herring. <laughs> what do you think it is? Is 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 it them drugs? Is it a drug? It is the marijuana. It is a drug. Okay, them it is drugs. The marijuana. Good. Number seven. Here's mm. a fun one. Go on. In 1988, Star spent five weeks in a clinic being treated for existentialism. <laughs> oh. Uh... <laughs> well, existentialism is is the word that you. It, it, is it alcoholism, Ben? Is it alcoholism? It's alcoholism. What fun? It's fun question. Fun question. It's not fun, but okay. Let's... Number eight. At the age of six, Ringo developed appendicitis. His appendix burst, and he was in a coma for six weeks. <laughs> Were you rushing towards the end of this quiz, Ben? Because just adding an M doesn't count. You know that, right? <laughs> That's not fair. That's not the quality that people have... I know it is, isn't it? What's the answer? Like... Is it coma? Is it coma? Yeah, well done. Number nine. Ringo was so sick as a young boy, three times his doctors told his mother he wouldn't survive the night. He was indomitable, and because of his incredible ability to survive, his grandfather's nickname for him was F*** Fist. <laughs> so, yeah, you were running out of time towards the end here. <laughs> no, no, I just wrote that, and I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> he's, I'll be honest, he's, he's my least favourite of the Bastard Kids. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what his nickname was, but I think we've established which word you replaced. It's, it's someone who came back a lot. Oh, Lazarus. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a lot. He came back once, you know. <sighs> Shut up. <laughs> this. Look. And finally, number 10. In Good. 2014, Ringo Starr received the Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award for his work with the Beatles. What? That's That all sounds... In 2014, Ringo Starr received the Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award for his work with the Beatles. What? I don't know what you've changed. 
I'm confused. I said Beatles with two E's! <laughs> you were loser! Good day! <laughs> I am the winnest! I am the Ringo winnest! I got most of them right! <laughs> what, what is... Ring me more rings! I'm... Oh, I'm so tired. Why are you doing this? Well, I think that uh, suitably is an ending because it's the end. <laughs> I think I just gave us the episode title. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, thank you to everyone who supported us on Patreon. Yes. Patreon.com slash dot let's chat. I say two new shows uh, every month on the weeks that we don't do this main one. Yep. And people uh, sign up for just $3, which is like, well, cool. Cutler twirl, something like that. Yeah. And, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and thank you to everyone who's been sharing on Twitter, Facebook, just telling the friends we're building it up slowly. And without you, none of this would be possible. So thank you. Yeah. And a big thank you to Phil Catterall, who has been snorting lemsip this entire episode. <laughs> really, I've got through several packets of lozenges, and we've only been recording for an hour. So I'm probably gonna. I'm, there's probably not gonna be an episode three of series two. Oh, dude, with the memorial clip show. <laughs> And so, until next time, I have been in a coma for ten weeks. <laughs> I've been fuckface. <laughs> Same as it ever was. Yep. Goodbye! Bye! Sexual swear words.